Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our wrestling podcast. So, without further ado, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall. And today's topic, did it hold up Vengeance 2002 for the WWE Undisputed Championship match? The Rock versus Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker. And don't forget, you can catch us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Stitcher. Welcome to the OWP. This is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave along with Jess. This is Jess, everybody. And Cuz. Coming for you. Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today, does it hold up? Part three. As always, you can reach us via Instagram at OWP2019, SoundCloud at Our Wrestling Podcast, YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel, or just do the easy thing. Download WrestlePost, the app at no charge to you, and join us along with other great podcasts of the day. Guys, we're sending in a part three. What is the match you want to talk about today? Real quick, too. This is the first Does It Hold Up with Cuz. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's true. Hey. Welcome, shithead. (laughs) And the match is going to be from Vengeance 2002, the main event for the WW, was it E or F at this time? E or WWE, right? I don't even know. I know they changed it. Anyway, I'll just say. It's 2002, so. It's for the WWE Heavyweight Championship, and it is the champion, the Undertaker, defending against The Rock and Kurt Angle in a I do know what's coming up next. A match with three men in one ring to determine the WWE Undisputed Champion. The Triple Threat match is coming up next, and here's how it all came to come. This match is a draw. Therefore, still undisputed champion, The Undertaker. Due to the controversy surrounding the Kurt Angle versus Undertaker match, and in the interest of fairness, the main event in Vengeance will now be Kurt Angle versus The Rock. It, was it, WWE. Is, it is WWE. Yeah, because it's a brand split title. SmackDown. Yep. Forgot about that. That's what, that's, that's what you I said. Just yeah. You eventually said it. And guys, if you, you want, eventually. we're obviously not going to do a watch along. We've already watched this match. But for those of you that just want to catch the high points, I highly recommend on YouTube, uh, WWE Spinebuster. It's actually, gosh, it keeps going up every time I look at it. It's 228,000 views, and it's only loaded this one since eight months ago. So all the high points, it takes a 25-minute match down to seven and a half minutes. Check it out. If you want to go, that's a very good point, Dave. If you also want to go to the network and watch the whole match. <laughs> Buy the network. Nine ninety nine. That's uh, only it ten is, uh, fucking dollars. It is you vengeance. <laughs> it is vengeance. Two thousand two. This event took place. Now the climate of wrestling here. This is kind of like the year after the invasion angle. Whatever you think about it, good or bad, the invasion, the dust had settled, and uh, 
Hulk came back earlier in 2002. Hall and Nash came back, did the whole NWO thing. WrestleMania 18, Hulk Hogan faced The Rock. The Rock defeated him. So Hulk had already kind of been riding this whole nostalgia thing. He kind of started fading out. The Rock left um, after that to film a movie. I don't remember which one it was. Um, at King of the Ring 2002, The Undertaker defended the heavyweight championship against Kurt Angle, but The Rock had come back for that pay-per-view. So I remember they were celebrating The Rock, you know, as returning and all that. So The Rock would interfere in that match, giving a rock bottom to The Undertaker, but The Undertaker would still defend the heavyweight championship against Kurt Angle at King of the Ring 02. And that leads us to this pay-per-view where they created this triple threat match with Taker defending the title against Angle and The Rock, 2002, July, Vengeance. So, by the way, we talk about triple threats all the time. I'm I'm always a fan of triple threats, especially if they're Same done here. right. Um, what's your take on triple threat matches? I believe I came a, uh, became a fan of triple threat matches here, and I'm not even kidding. I think ECW did a couple successful ones oh, during yeah. their run. Um, but WCW tried a few here and there, did, kind of fell flat. I don't really know if the WWE tried a triple threat before this. I'm sure they did. Yeah, they did. Did they? Oh, yeah, they did with There's, uh, uh, Benoit, Kurt Angle, Angle and Benoit. Jericho. But, I mean, it wasn't. they didn't get it right. It was odd. This match for at least the this WWE, I felt like this match got it right. The formula in this match worked perfect. Whatever they did, the pacing, the in and out of the ring they told different stories yep. it wasn't all just in the ring um this to me i became a fan of that match after this event to be honest yes the following contest scheduled for one fall is for the wwe undisputed championship introducing the participants first from miami florida weighing 275 And I also just want to throw out there that it's probably because Kurt Angle's the best wrestler on the planet. It could be. Ever. It could be. It's facial I, expressions just, in this. And I am a homer for Angle. I've said it before, but Angle can make anything work with anyone. And if this is where Triple Threats get their writ for WWE, he's probably a big part of that. I, oh, know. look. He was part of this, and then Angle, Benoit, and Jericho. So yeah, my two Turn. top favorite And this was also matches. right Triple before threats. the birth of the brand split. Because leading after, not to do a spoiler here, but the next pay-per-view, excuse me, the next pay-per-view after this event would be SummerSlam 02, where Brock Lesnar would beat The Rock for the WWE Championship. And then shortly after, they would do a brand split. And I remember uh, Brock Lesnar leaving Raw and only going to SmackDown exclusively. 
So I think this was the beginning of the brand split idea. And then eventually they'd bring in the World Heavyweight Championship and Eric Bischoff would just give it to Triple H. And so it was. I, I'm pretty sure that was all around the same area. Correct me if I'm wrong, because... I think it is smack. I think it already the brand split was already here. Because the invasion happened in 01, and then Flair came back in November. Yeah. And that's when they took over each side, remember? I remember, going that, into the I remember next it was year. a war. That's true. You're right. Maybe it was. <clears throat> and then um, Vengeance was right before SummerSlam, obviously. So after WrestleMania. So, yeah, I think it I just I happened. vividly remember Lesnar leaving and, and going with Stephanie and leaving Bischoff on Raw. Like, saying, I'm taking the Yeah, because he had the though. championship already. Yeah, he, huh? it was after he beat The Rock at SummerSlam. So, yeah, actually, I don't know then. So yeah. I think there was a around was that a, time. Yeah, it was a weird. And then the brand split, I think, happened because of that. I think that storyline led. Maybe into that's it. where they split off. So and had yeah, separate I, world titles. I, maybe I should have done my research better. <laughs> but um, that it, it all gets fuzzy after this because once the first brand split starts, things start going a million miles an hour. After you know, WWE is the only show in town here in 2002. They're trying to this kind of people label this from like this to 2008. They label this the ruthless aggression era. Um, because when Bischoff got hired, he said, Vince McMahon gave me a new in- initiative. You know, it's not the attitude era. It's the ruthless aggression era. And it was the whole thing. So it actually already called- was the brand split. It was at this point. Yeah. It says the pay-per-view from WWE raw and SmackDown brands storyline division, in which WWE employees. So are I think Lesnar kind of pushed the him. whole second title coming when Lesnar yeah, won the title right. and he left. Yeah. So when Lesnar I guess that's first- what it was. Yeah. 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 So this is right. This is during the brand split, but right before they made two separate exactly. championships. That's, that's what it is. So yeah. this is kind of super pivotal and important. So let me go over the card real quick here before we get into Great. the actual match. Um, the Dudley boys. Goddamn. Uh, defeat Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero in a tag team elimination tables match. Yeah, no. 14 minutes, 59 seconds. Okay. Uh, the second match is Jamie <laughs> Jamie Noble defending the WWE Cruiserweight Championship against Billy Kidman. Uh, he defeated him by pinfall in 7 minutes, 34 How seconds. How underrated is Jamie Noble, by the way? I love Jamie Noble. Yeah, Jamie Noble's very talented. Yeah, kiss him. Yeah, kiss him. The next match was for the WWE European Championship. Jeff Hardy, the champion, defeated William Regal in four minutes, 16 seconds. John Cena, before the rap gimmick, uh, defeated Chris Jericho in six minutes and 21 seconds. Holy shit. Amazing. Uh, Rob Van Dam uh, defended the Intercontinental Championship. Defeated um, him, bro. Against Brock Lesnar. Beating Brock Lesnar. Yeah, bro. By disqualification. Uh, In nine minutes and 38 seconds. And I'm pretty sure Lesnar murdered him. Um, Booker (laughs) T defeated the Big Show uh, in a no disqualification match in six minutes, 12 seconds. The Un-Americans. Yes. Christian and Lance Storm defeated Edge and Hulk Hogan to win the World WWE Tag Team Championship in 10 minutes. Ending Hulk Hogan's only tag team championship run. That's great. Uh, And in the main event, The Rock defeated Kurt Angle and the defending WWE champion, The Undertaker, to win the WWE championship in a triple threat match in 19 minutes and 35 seconds. So at that moment, when you think about all that talent on that card, the weakest person at that time is probably Hulk Hogan. What are you I'm talking saying, about, brother? Yeah. Oh, like my for, God, dude. For brother. star nostalgia, he's lost most of it. He's lost no, 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 step. He brother, has I saw to the be tagging it out at this point. You better watch what you're And he's still about. a tag team champion. But and then after that, what is it? Maybe the big shows? The I actually second still having some of my favorite but those, matches, but those though, are man. those are top-tier guys, top the talent. big show's anywhere, in my pants, brother. And they're at the bottom of that talent roster at that moment. Hogan was still having some of my favorite matches, though. 
See, oh, yeah. Because right. he, yeah, he's right. tell a great story. Vince. I'm not saying because he's the weakest. Is that he's weak. It's just that. There's that. Well, I mean, it was it was kind card. of the end of his nostalgia run. And like he had already done the whole. Yeah. But oh, what I'm trying to say is anything. that that entire card is like absolutely two months, loaded. three months, two or three months it's, before he was champion. That's the thing. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. One time when I said I was just reading, guys, the Survivor Series, I'm like, look at all those names on the card. Like, so like how you're acting right now. That's what I'm saying. It's like. When it's Hogan amazing. and Big Show are your weakest it's links, amazing. I think you're doing something right on talent. Yeah. I mean, but it was, it was like a selection of talent when you lose a whole federation. Well, and that was the whole climate here. You know, this was, it. to me, this is like the aftermath of the war. You know, exactly. Like you had talent that Great. came to the Victor WCW, go the spoils. that were trying to fit into WWE. Yeah. WWE was breaking them down and rebuilding them for good they or bad. That's they what want. they were doing. Sure. Um, and they were still using their big stars like Taker, Angle, The Rock. You know, like they were still relevant here at this time. Lesnar was a budding star. So reading his result where he loses to Hardy by DQ, it's because he destroys Hardy. Bro, get the name right. What are you about? You're about two and a half (laughs) years after WCW goes under, right? Yeah, WCW went under early 01. 01. Okay. So only a year and a half. It was like a year and a half. Yeah. So a year and a half. It is truly to the victor go the spoils. They they had their pick of the litter at this point of town. They were just trying to figure out who they had and what they had. And what to do with them. This was a very interesting time in WWE history. So I loved it. Going on to the match, I mean, like, yeah, leading up to it, I was telling you that that going in King of the Ring was the month before, um, you know, Undertaker defended the title against Kurt Angle. The Rock made his return from filming a movie for a few months. So he comes back. He interferes. He rock bottoms the Undertaker. Doesn't beat the Undertaker. uh, Angle doesn't. But then Undertaker ends up defending against Kurt Angle. Well, you can never underestimate a great talent being cooled. This, this is like a cool off period and he's doing it for a movie. I get it, but there's nothing better than a top talent tier star, just taking time off, disappearing and then randomly coming back and the crowd just erupting. Triple H has done it. Randy Orton's done it. Obviously we see it here with the rock. Um, it, it's, there's nothing like it and there's no better way to cap off a real great storyline. If you need something short and quick where the crowd's going to lose their shit, and they did hear it. the rock coming back is the ultimate epitome to put him right in the title race. Well, and I think it was, yeah, it was exactly that. It was Vince not really wanting to lose rock to begin with, but then he loses him, and now he's back and he's like, I'm going to throw him in there. Um, Undertakele, 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 Undertakele Undertaker was the biker gimmick still here. He was big evil. He started getting the name of big evil at this point. Undertakele. Kurt Angle. Uh, came off a feud after WrestleMania with Kane and like did other things. Undertaker, same thing. Hulk won the title from Triple H. Taker ends up beating Hogan uh, for the title, and then kind of it all blends into the summer of 2002. You're welcome, brother. Hulk and Triple H fighting for the title. Like, yeah, so all that was God. happening in 02. It was Jesus, an assault man. run for Hulk. Love it. it blended in. It blended into Taker winning the title here and then coming into this pay-per-view. So a lot of this stuff, like, connected. 2002 was a very odd year in the sense of, again, they had so many legends, and then they had so many new people from WCW, and they were just trying to make them work. They were trying to... So they had to brand split because they had so much different talent. Just mentioning that, we should just do a whole uh, episode on the year of 2002 at WWE. That's pretty, be an interesting yeah, story pretty to talk that about. Was a, that and 03 were like a very yes. odd. I would say even 04 and 05 were even more different. It's like this all spawned this whole change that had to yeah. happen. Like, I guess we just do a Ruthless Aggression Era episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, see. well, let's jump into it, man. What's, uh, what say you? What's the first thing well, that happens in this match? I remember. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, Kurt Blayton. Angle in the beginning. Yeah, it's a blatant stare that. down between Taker and Rock. And, <laughs> 
Obviously, okay. obviously, Angle's upset because he's getting no love at all. He's like, come it. on, fight me. And they both just pummel the shit out of him. Too. That's a way to start a match. There's nothing better than Angle getting his ass kicked right in the beginning. And he's, he's good for that every and time. And this is when he was already the serious Angle, too. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, but he head. could always play the chicken shit heel yes, when and he I had love to. It. Yeah. And he's perfect for that in a match like this. But then you were scared to death. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, Angle, Because you really believe whether you liked him or not, like, they're all, he could really beat these guys if he wanted yes. to. Like, you always have that feeling of Angle. Yeah. Even even before Lesnar came aboard, you know, Lesnar, the size, the pure size of him. Yeah. And then you learn that he was a good, like, grappler, a good wrestler. Yeah. Then you were like, oh, Lesnar would kill you. But before that, Angle's whole aura was like, oh, he's going to kill you. He's a real fighter. Like, he's a real guy that can really wrestle you well, and hurt you. Do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that show? What was it? The Roundtable Legends? Yes. Foley told Taz a story that Taz never heard. It was when Angle debuted and he was fighting Taz. And I guess Angle came up to Foley and said, what am I supposed to do with this guy, man? And Foley's like, well, what do you mean, Kurt? He's like, yeah, what if he, like, wants to shoot on me or something? And Kurt, and Foley was like, are you kidding me? He's like, <laughs> you're he's Kurt afraid Angle. of you. He's like, you're Kurt Angle. You're an Olympic <laughs> gold medalist. You kill him. He's not going to do that to you. And, like, Taz, like, didn't know that. And then Taz like, oh, man, I feel, you know, I appreciate, you know, that. And I, I feel humbled and, res you know, respect from Kurt Angle for telling that story. But that's just the type of guy Angle Because I'm is. sure Taz was like, Angle, I'm not even going to try <laughs> I oh, will yeah, not. Taz, I will yeah. not try Kurt Angle ever. Yeah, and basically, but, Taz confirmed that. Like, but, but Kurt Angle's Angle incredibly that humble that way too. Yeah, exactly. which is why he was so good. You yeah. know, well, one of many reasons. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's Kurt Angle. You know, in a nutshell. What if he tries to shoot on me? Well, then break him. Lo and behold, like yeah, Angle could just. Kill yeah, course, Taz, Taz would never have done that. <laughs> no, so. no. And yeah. it's funny because Angle had a tryout for the WWE, what, two years earlier? <laughs> yeah. And his whole thing when he went in there was like, I'm never going to lose, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah, here he finally <laughs> debuts two years later. He humbles himself, whatever, and he's scared that a non-wrestler might shoot on me. It's yeah, like, you're a fucking him. real fighter. You're a real wrestler. Yeah, he grew, you, you'll he just grew, kill him. Oh, he believed the right. Taz persona, though. That yeah. is pretty much what McFoley was kind of implying. Like, he believed the Taz persona and thought Taz was like, a fucking guy that could just snap and beat the shit out of you. Yeah, like, but in the so back, that was cool. Ta that was a cool story. Taz was incredibly humble and helped people yeah. out. And he's, a good, he's a good guy, you know, yeah. for the most part. So, but anyway, jumping in, what's the what's the next part of the match you want to talk about? I, I just like the way they did this. They they spilled to the outside. Yes, they did a lot of back and forth on the outside. Taker which, getting his knees into the stairs. Yeah, well, just which just broke up a lot of stuff. You know, normally when you do a triple threat, they try to kind of keep everything in the ring before this match. And not ECW. I know ECW successfully did it. But ECW took it on the outside, too. I think that's the key. Is uh, They would actually redefine the Iron Man match during the Attitude Era, uh, where it was, I want to say it was Triple H. And The against, Rock. Was it The Rock? Judgment Day. Yeah, and an Iron Man. HBK was the ref, and then that's when and, But they back. did inside, outside, up yeah. the aisle. They'd never done that before. When you think Iron Man match, you think 60 minutes in the in ring. The ring yeah. That's it. Wrestling classic. You know, boar fest. But, like, it's not they changed it. They Here, run I think, in. for the triple threat, they did outside the ring. They did. They went back inside the ring. So they broke up your – you weren't just looking at the canvas the entire time. Yeah. You were looking at everything else. It's fucking that great, was dude. awesome. This match was amazing. And then, and then you know, fast-forwarding to, to, like, the middle to the end of the match, they did a lot of false finishes. Yes. They did them realistically and slowly. They, you know, did a high spot. 
false finish, all three guys would lay on the ground breathing hard because it's a real fight. So you were like, okay. Then they would all three get back up. They would cluster. They'd start fighting again. They would do different things. They never, they always allowed two guys to to do grapple with each other. And when they did three, it was like a big fall down. Yeah. And then everybody would get back up again. They never did three so much to where you couldn't understand what was going on. It was always one guy versus another guy. The other guy getting knocked out of the ring and sitting out for a while. And then the other two guys going at it. And then the third guy coming back in and breaking it up. And then it was just a very nicely done chess game. And yeah. it was really, and it got the crowd up. The false finishes, Dude, especially. Dude, the fucking, yeah. Were, were great. Crowd like, into it big yeah. time. On the undisputed champion. The angle slam! The angle slam! He's got it here! The angle covers the rock, it's over! You're gonna get all the attention in the world now, Kurt Angle! A bloody batter, Kurt Angle! Cover either one of them! Not only the false finishes piece, but the fact that they're humble enough to go, well, why don't you do my finisher? You know, not not even finishers, but even high spots. I think uh, Taker did a follow-away slam. Yeah. Where it's just ankles, or angles. You know, Rock did the ankle stage. lock. Yeah, he did the ankle yeah. lock. Um, you know. Rock, I, or angle did rock it, bottom, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. And he also, I think he even did a power bomb on Rock. I think it was, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Like, like it was okay. Everyone's doing everybody else's finisher, but you know MVP you can't. Match, though, man. You can't use someone else's finisher to win, so you know it's going to be a false finish. So it's like, but it's still cool. But they, yeah. Like, Whoa. You yeah. know, he pulled that on him. I bet he didn't see that coming. That's something great for the announcers to kind of combat to. Wow. But the Rock didn't see his own finisher coming his way. Yeah. And uh, it, it it allows for that much more banter in the match. So and in the end, um, the Rock ends up winning the WWE Championship, and. Um, going on to SummerSlam the next yeah. month and loses to Brock Lesnar. Kind of starts punk. a whole other era. This honest. is what The Rock should have done for Punk too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, brothers? How many, how many times we got to line it up nice for guys. Brock? That's what. That's what I want to know. I feel like she just gets lined up for Brock all the time. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Uh, does this hold up to you? I mean, and we're we're yes. the whole rule of this, whatever is. It's 2020 now. The match needs to be at least 10 years old, almost which is match. Years, this match Jesus? meets that criteria. Or almost 20 years. It is 18 an 18 years. year old years. match. 18 year old match. It does. When we rewatched it, were we on our feet? Were we entertained? Does it still hold up, cuz? Fuck yeah. I caught a whole a lot of holy shits when we were watching this. Yeah. This is something that me and uh like you know, just a couple years ago, me and we would always start it on me and uh shout out to Big Mike, the homie. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, we'd always watch this, you know, have crack open a couple beers, get some fast fast food. This is one of the matches we'd always put on. It's it's it sticks out that much to me. It's one of my favorite triple threat matches. Probably my favorite triple threat match along with the Angle Benoit Jericho. But yeah, I think it still holds up. 
It's how triple threats should be done. Dave, it's does it still great. hold up, Dave? Yeah, there's no question, man. It holds up. You know, we, I know we only watched the the high point match, but I think even if you watch the entire 20, what, 20, 25 minute match, there's not a time where you're bored. It's not a time where I'm looking at my phone. I, I, I there's so much wrestling I watch now, and I get caught looking at my phone, looking yeah. at stupid shit because no, this, this doesn't hold my attention. Even. This match will hold your attention all the way through. Well, what's even great is just the video package in the beginning, and then the way Jr. sells every time with, with each wrestler. Oh, J- entrance, yeah, forget the Jr. Tells the great story. Yeah, the commentating back here. Jr. was just on his game. Jesus Christ, he puts everyone over as they're doing their, yeah. making their entrance. It's He's fucking the great. Best it sounds like a moment. UFC fight. Jr. Jr. is the best play by play ever, except for now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> except for now. What do you think? Does this match hold up, Jess? I, I absolutely, yeah. This match holds up for sure. I don't. We haven't had an episode yet where we said no. <laughs> yeah. Looking back, I think I should have said no for Hulk against Warrior, but I can't just yeah. because the nostalgia factor. One of these the days we'll do it. Doesn't hold up, and we'll though. say no. Well, or if you if you had to put up against this match to hold, well, I'm Warrior. not saying compare the matches. Yeah. But. You're gonna if you had to pick one to hold up and one not, you know what you do. Of course, if you went by I mean, star power and crap, I'm talking about like though, you know that's why I kind of talk about the atmosphere up. about wrestling around it. Yeah, you know, and you talk about the culture of wrestling around it because that does matter how does. good or bad the match was. But I, yeah, I think it crowd reaction sure. participation during the match, the, the this star match is power. Great. Yeah, uh, on on the Warrior Hogan, but yeah, this match is fucking great. This match is great. Go back and watch too, it. Yeah. It'll hold up in the wrestling standpoint or from a wrestling standpoint too. Yeah, that's the thing. When Even today's standards, this match would be good today. Yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah, well, that's where you're saying Warrior and Hogan. The, the wrestling itself doesn't hold up to that standard, but the still power, holds up. Star yeah, power. But this match holds up to all aspects when yes. it comes to entertainment, this match star power, storyline. Yeah. Maybe we should change the criteria of this like kind of themed episode too. Well, you can you can always break it down. Does it hold know? up? But I mean, we're holding it up to today's standards. So. Star yes. power, yeah. wrestling, you know, ability. And like you said, story, you know, all that story, all that stories, the build up. It has all of it. Yeah. It has the build, has the story, has the talent. The end result, rock has, winning, yeah, putting it, over it, a new it, star, it, Brock Lesnar. It also has the great Everything wrestling. tied in. Because right now you can argue a lot of matches today. They have great wrestling. Everything oh, is great yeah. wrestling in the ring right now. Everything is quality, but we, we're missing all the other factors that hold up Substance. Matches. Right. Substance is storyline, right? So that's kind of this is kind of yeah. where we are. Pull up your uh, notes there. I'm, I'm, I was gonna play. I was. I was gonna <laughs> play. Like, <laughs> I was gonna yeah. play. I was gonna play glorious. Well, that does it for glorious. that episode, everyone. Our glorious. wrestling podcast episode forty-four. Does it hold up? The Rock versus Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker for the WWE Undisputed Championship, the main event at Vengeance two thousand two. What a great match that took place in the ruthless aggression era. And speaking of the ruthless aggression era, if you enjoyed that new documentary that the WWE released on the network of the Ruthless Aggression Era, stay tuned because next week, our wrestling podcast, episode 45, The Ruthless Aggression Era. And don't forget, you can catch us on major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, along with YouTube and SoundCloud. And don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at OWP2019 and on Twitter at podcast underscore our this has been our wrestling podcast stick around and stay tuned once again for next week's episode our wrestling podcast episode 45 the ruthless aggression era